Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cloud Perks Via Travel Star Podcast with your host, Zachary Jeans. We're talking about all the Salesforce events in our ecosystem, travel tips, how to get around this stuff that we call our daily jobs as we travel to and from these cities that are not our homes. And we're going to have a little bit of fun talking about PTO, paid time off. Where are you going? What are you doing? So jump on in and thanks so much. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Zachary Jeans and this is the A Travel Star Podcast. I'm your host and this week we're joined by two wonderful, wonderful people, Jessica and Rachel, and we're talking about Trailhead DX. We're going to be also chatting a little bit about what they're doing with women in tech and developers. So. I just want to give a chance for Jessica and Rachel to introduce themselves. Um, Jessica, could you start? Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and then uh, pass it off to Rachel and let's hear a little bit of your story, Rachel. Wonderful. Um, so um, as Zachary said, my name is Jessica Murphy and I've been in the ecosystem for a little bit over two years. Um, I started out in about 2014. I got a master's in education, graduated, couldn't find a job, met a woman from Women Who Tech, decided to go down the developer path and taught myself HTML, CSS, JavaScript, uh, went to boot camp for Ruby on Rails, then JavaScript, and in the middle met Chris Duarte and fell in love with Salesforce, knew that it was my path. And so I finished boot camp. In the process, I met some other cool people. I met David Liu and I met Mary Scott and it was just amazing. Finished boot camp and went completely into Salesforce, uh, more on the click side initially. I knew I would uh, be a boomerang back into development, which is where I am now. I'm kind of boomeranging now. Um, and um, so that's been my path along the way. I've started a few, uh, Rachel and I have started a few things. We started uh, Sassy Tech Socials, Phoenix Salesforce Saturday, the second Salesforce Saturday in the world. And <laughs> we also started Women Who Dev User Group. So that's a little bit about me, Rachel. Okay, so um, I was in the sales world and had done that for a number of years. And I was just finding myself getting bored. I felt like I was doing kind of like Groundhog Day. And so I decided that I wanted to do something different. So what could be more different than sales? Tech, right? So um, the only people that I knew in tech were people that were developers, um, men. But I was like, you know, let me see what that's about. And I started exploring, joining um, several organizations, um, women developer groups locally, girl development, women who code, and seeing which language would feel, fit like a warm, fuzzy blanket. I know that sounds a bit strange when you're talking about code, but trying to find that home base and tried a bunch of different things, started learning quite a bit of Ruby and then learned some JavaScript and I didn't get too, too far into that side before um, I went to uh, a Salesforce event here locally. It was a two-day event from mm. a lady that I had met through Girl Develop It, and that was Paula Nelson, or that darn woman. Um, and I went, and Chris Duarte was hosting this. I drove Jessica with me. <laughs> and, nice. And... Um, <coughs> So she was so so Chris was talking my language. She was talking accounts, contacts, 
opportunities, leads. I was like, I, my mind started going with a flurry of all the different things that we could be doing at the organization that I was working in and, and why we were using such an antiquated system was beyond me. <laughs> and, and so then I go back and I was thinking about these things. So I, we started on trailhead that, that day and started working mm. through exercises and I'm the type of person that, you know, I like the presentation and everything mm. and everything, but when you get my hands dirty, mm. like, Oh, you know, this is so cool. So I had already, you know, been doing some development. So I know that that one click is two or three pages of code. I was like, Holy smoke, this is so cool. So I, I was in a master's degree program at the time and I went home that night and, um, I think, I think we went out, Jessica and I went out to dinner afterwards and I was like, you know, this is going to sound insane, but I think I'm quitting my master's and I'm going to start focusing all that time, that 20 plus hours outside of work towards Salesforce. And she goes, are you sure? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but I just took a leap and I took a leap of faith on something that I felt passionate about. And uh, I can say I haven't looked back and doing all, you know, doing all these, all these things. We were new when we started Salesforce Saturday, we were really new. And, um, a friend of ours was like, well, you know, more than the person that just started today. So, you know, you can help them. And that's, that's kind of how we've taken everything. We don't purport to know everything, not even by a little bit, but you know, we're all here to share knowledge. And that's what we've tried to do is just try to develop these individual you know communities and bring them together when we can you know to, to share knowledge back and forth that's awesome that's awesome so i want to touch on uh it sounds like both of you came from two different sides into salesforce it's pretty common for everybody right because salesforce being a relatively new technology um in your case with uh you were um jessica you you came in from another side education you had your master's and then you were talking, Rachel, about pursuing a master's but coming in. So uh, you're a perfect example. Somebody left a master's program and boom, you're in it. Um, let's talk about that. So with your um, women, wait, women who developers use, what does the WWUG stand for? Okay, uh, women who dev user group. Yes, women who dev user. Okay, I did get it kind of right. Okay, so so that in a way is its own training effort, right? So like, what is that all about? Well, let me let me first say that you know I don't think any one path is good for everybody. Sure. First thing, some people are really good in classroom environments. Some are really good that. Montessorial kind of style of oh this interests me and then this interests me and let me just take the, take where my interest goes. Mm. Um, some people are really good with online you know self driven ways of learning. Sure. Some people feel constricted by the classroom. Some people feel liberated by the classroom. So I I, I don't want to say that anything's right or wrong because I think it really truly de depends on the individual and their specific learning style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as WWDUG, yeah, we, um, you know, we've tried to create a supportive space where people can 
bring their code and they are not feel like there's judgment and just feel like there is a place that they can go and say, okay, here's my code. I don't know what's going on and it might be something advanced and it might be something super duper basic, mm-hmm. but they're in that learning path and that's okay. And whoever is in the community to, you know, could, could get there first or, uh, you know, has the ability to answer, they jump on that bandwagon and answer. And it's really, it's really awesome. We've also had um, some different workshops and things this year. Um, Jessica, she unfortunately got the flu this year. And oh, no. she had this very nice high fever. And in the midst of high fevers, we know that people can, you know, hallucinate. So I think, <laughs> I think that she can't come, came up with this brilliant idea based on that. So your brilliant idea was what, Jessica? A hundred days of code. Um, but let me backtrack for a second. I can honestly say that I agree with Rachel on learning styles. Um, you know, being both from an educational background um, and coming through and uh, and doing Phoenix Salesforce Saturday and Women Who Dev User Group, this is what I've learned. Um, I know that for myself, I like being in a classroom. I love classroom learning. Um, it makes me happy and I do very, very well. I graduated from my undergraduate summa cum laude and, um, and with a master's degree. A master's degree actually made me feel more confident in my abilities, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Oh, sure. Uh, but um, I know that that's not for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Equally, honestly, you know, Trailhead is wonderful, but some people are like, you know, it's a lot of reading, you know, when do I get to discuss this? And Phoenix Salesforce Saturday is excellent for that, right? So mm-hmm. someone gets onto a trail and they get stuck at, at the part where they're supposed to actually deliver, you know, the quiz or where they're supposed to do it in an org, they can come to Salesforce Saturday and say, um, I don't quite know what I'm missing here. And we get to have this wonderful discussion on that, you know, in addition to, to whiteboarding solutions and those types of things, we get to have discussions on things where people get stuck. So that is amazing. That's an amazing resource. But yes, for Women Who Dev User Group, which is our most recent um, um, idea. Uh, we started Women Who Dev User Group about seven months ago, and we did these surveys, and we asked all of our members, hey, what would you like to do? I mean, how would you like to move forward in your career? We've had quite a few admins come into Women Who Dev User Group, and they said they wanted to become developers. We had uh, people who were somewhere in the middle and said, we want to get better. And then we had developers who said, I want to get even better and maybe teach rad women to code. Uh, we just had this, this wide range of needs. And so for me, being a, a, an educator, my mind went, the only way to really do this is practice. We can't wait for someone to teach everyone at every single level. That's just impossible. We can, we can bring a great workshop or class every single month but there is nothing that will take the place of actually doing it, actually practicing. So like Rachel mm-hmm. said, over the, uh, um, the day after Christmas, I got the flu and I was so, so, so sick. And uh, so I woke up a couple of days later and popped up and said, we're doing a hundred days of code. And <laughs> that's really how it happened. Right on. That's awesome. <laughs> and so I- You had so, this epiphany, hundred days of code. And Rachel must have been thinking, okay, you need, you need to take some aspirin, you need to drink some water. <laughs> and I'm like, 100 days of code. 
And so, um, yeah, I'm like, that's a great idea. That's fantastic. <laughs> Why don't you um, drink this Gatorade? Why right. Don't you go back to sleep. And when you wake up, we'll talk about it. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I would not, I refuse to go back to bed. And so she's like, okay, I'll tell you what, what, what you could do. What you need to do is you need to write everything that you're thinking down. So I wrote it all down. And actually, I went ahead and wrote down, I found all of the resources that I had for when I was in coding boot camp and beforehand. Um, I found resources that I had since, since, uh, since um, I started in, in Salesforce. And interestingly, I left a few out. I thought that the community would come in and add resources. So I left a few out. Uh, but I always uh, recommended Trailhead in every single instance. And so, you know, I did HTML, CSS. I did, you know, JavaScript. I did, if you want to do this in Lightning, if you want to do Apex. I mean, I, I tried to find everything that I possibly could, and I made it into a resource. And then that next day, I got up, Eve's still sick, and I put it out there. Before Rachel could object, <laughs> she could, I wouldn't let her object to this. I just, I, I was, this was going to happen, fever and all. And so, wow, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and so, um, so I, um, I, I put this out there and I was really surprised at the amount of people that were really interested. And, and I mean, what I did was I opened it. It wasn't just WWDG. I opened it up to all wit. I opened it up to allies. I said, listen, guys, if this is what you want to do, come, let, let's do this together. And it ended up being primarily WWDG. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the rules is that you're supposed to tweet every day and the people have been amazing. It's become not just that they're tweeting about their experiences, but they found all of these different resources and they have kind of said, hey, I'm reading this book or I'm doing this thing. And it's really been amazing. And some of the tweets have just been funny, like, you know, like, like jokes about, you know, what they're doing. And it's just become like this really fun thing. So we're what, 62 days, 61 or 62 days in. Yeah. Wow. Right, exactly. A time no, goes really more, fast. We're, more we're actually that. more than that. I think we're at 70. We might be at 70. And so we, we yes, I think you're right. I think you are. We are at 70 or 71 yeah. days. So we only have 30 days left on 100 days of code. And so the time has gone so quickly. And, and it's just been an enjoyable and fun experience for all of us and frustrating at times because, you know, when you get yeah. stuck on something that you're coding, it can be frustrating but it has been amazing and you know wow. I, just, I just love another one of the rules of 100 days of code we, we actually yeah. broke this from the regular coding world um one of the uh, another one of the things is that in addition to tweeting um is that you are supposed to and i lost my train of thought just that fast <laughs> that's okay i have so many questions so many questions um <laughs> Uh, so, so would you say the hundred days of code? You said it's primarily involved with the WWUG. Um, so, like that—that that is your—that's your primary thing that you're operating with the women who are learning how to code. That's the primary thing you're doing with that group. Yes. Are there other things that you do with the group? Do you meet online? Yeah. How do you communicate? How is this um, different than say? Um, well, gosh, why not just go put out your questions on the Salesforce Stack Exchange or, or in community for answers, right? Like, why, why, why do you feel like, um, I mean, the obvious, right, that there's the support of the, the, the community for, for just women, but is there, are there other reasons why you just kind of brought this down into a singular group instead of just keeping in, being a facilitator in the broader community? Yeah, and I think, I think people do still post stuff out there, please don't sure. get me wrong. 
Um, but I think that, especially when you're super duper duper new, um, just being honest, if you put something on the Stack Exchange in the regular uh, regular coding community, I've seen people attacked. Yeah, truth. Gold and everything. Yeah. And if you're super new, and um, you know that can be pretty discouraging. Yes, and then at, uh, yeah, it can be devastating. And then devastating—that's a better word. <laughs> and then, in addition to that, if you're a minority, uh, you know, of the coding world, you know, right, workforce or whatever. And I mean, we can get more granular. I mean, you know. You know, I'm a Caucasian woman. Fine, I'm a minority, but Jessica is, you know, an African American woman. You know, even right. a minority in the coding world as far as percentages and statistics. Sure, sure. So I think that there are, and then there's all different kinds of personalities. I think some people are just nervous about putting themselves out there like that mm -hmm. and feel like, you know, they could be put on blast mm -hmm. in front of people and you know that would that would some people that would stop them in their tracks completely right the environment that we have encouraged and we don't really i mean yeah we're we're officially called co-leaders but we really perceive ourselves as facilitators for this community mm -hmm. and community we use that word strongly in there you know we have this community that is you know, we emphasize this is a safe space and you're here to share your knowledge, no matter how new you are. And, you know, I'm here to share mine and back and forth. And mm -hmm. I think that that's what makes it, it very different. We do have monthly meetings. Um, sometimes our meetings are, um, you know, like for the January and February, Zane Turner did some lightning component workshops. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we do more of like a code review of a solution, but sometimes we have discussions. So part of our meetings sometimes are discussions or oftentimes are partially discussions. Um, so- And so what kind of format does that take place in? Is that in a Zoom or a, a Google Hangout or something like that? Or are they uh, inside the community, Salesforce community like chatter? Like where, where are you having these conversations, these uh, monthly meetings? Sure, they're all virtual. And then, um, you know, sometimes the conversations, you know, where topics or resources will bleed into the community and we'll share that kind of information for sure. Um, Got it. A lot of the conversation and everything is just on that Zoom meeting. Right. Got it. But in addition, we do have two live meetings a month. And let me say this. Not a month, a year. Oh, excuse me, per year. Wow. We have two live meetings per year. But You're having me, another epiphany. Right, I am. <laughs> let, but let me say this. Um, yeah. Okay, so how are we different? Or how, why, are, why do we uh, create a subset? Sure, we, sure. We encourage everyone to continue to be involved with your local uh, developer group, your local user group. Uh, we encourage them to definitely be involved in WIT. Yes. Sure. Um, but there were a few things that were the impetus for the start for us starting this group. Uh, but one of them, believe it or not, was Zane Turner. Um, mm. Believe it or not, this group was actually thought of by three of us at the same time. It was me, Rachel, and Zane. And we were the original three leaders of this group. And then Zane was uh, hired by Salesforce. But one thing that Zane pointed out to me one day um, and she's been such an awesome fount of knowledge uh, for us. 
because you know she started developing in the ecosystem before we did. Um, one day I was talking to her and I was talking about this idea and how I was excited about WWDUG because I was like, so many women want to become developers and everybody wants to get better and we can get Daniel, we can get Daniel Peter to teach classes and we can get, you know, we can get um, David Liu and we can, and I'm like naming the slew of all the people that came up off of the top of my head and mm -hmm. every single one of them was male except for right. brown hair except, right right and 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 so there are plenty of us out there so why aren't these people brought up to the front so you know that's that was part of the reason not only for us to start this group and to bring out this beautiful talent that already existed but also is the reason for uh, my Friday brag that I, in which I brag every single week and I say look this is what this is what our people are doing this, this is what uh, what Nadina is doing. This is what Rita is doing. This is what Tammy Lau is doing. Th th these are what these people are doing. And it's amazing. This is what Leslie's doing. These people are teaching in these classes and they're, they're giving so much to this community. So it's a way both to educate, but also to mm. bring developers to the forefront. So when people think of developers, they don't just think of David Liu, and he's a tremendously wonderful guy. Sure. I, I think the world of him, or they don't just think of, of, of Daniel, but they also think of Angela Mahoney. And they think right. of Jameson, who has, to me, the very best coding blog I've ever read in my life. So that's, that's part of what sets Wow. Up. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Hey, can both of you stick around for another segment? Sure, yes. 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 Okay, great. So, hey, everybody, we're going we're gonna, to um, just take a minute to hear from our sponsor, Cloud Perks. I work for Cloud Perks, but I uh, really love their support of this podcast, Be a Travel Star. And uh, in the next segment, we're going to get to talking now about Trailhead DX. Trailhead DX is coming up here at the end of March. This is the uh, third year in its inception. It is the, it is the Salesforce Developer Conference. So, we're excited for it. I know that Jessica and Rachel will be there. I know WWDUG will be there. Uh, a whole bunch of different things will be going on. I want to hear uh, from Jessica and Rachel, not only about um, what WWDUG is doing at the event, because I know they got some special plans, but I also want to hear what their, uh, some of their just thoughts about the conference itself, uh, different things that they're interested in. How does it differ from Dreamforce? Things like that. And so, uh, yeah, so we'll be right back, and thanks. So let's talk a little bit about CloudPerks. CloudPerks has exclusive deals for Salesforce customers, ISVs, partners, uh, anyone with the Salesforce login. Uh, we've partnered with Priceline to offer exclusive rates, uh, stuff that you just don't see out in the public web. Uh, this is this is uh, a deal for uh, users of Salesforce, uh, people who have logins that can authenticate that way to get access to this stuff. Uh, we're talking 80% off uh, in some cases, hotel rates. I've seen higher, um, and it works for both business and personal use. This is a free app. You can drop it in your uh, org, whether it's Classic or Lightning. Uh, you can drop it in for your sales team. They can book their travel right there. If you float a Lightning component, CloudPerks Lightning component right there on the accounts, accounts, um, and they're 
figuring out travel for another uh, place they got to go. They can just book their travel right there. We have a customer that uh, loves this, just loves it. Uh, they're saving 30% on average for their uh, sales team's travel. Um, or you can use it for personal use. We have, and because it's free, right? It's a free perk. Um, drop the app in, in your org for your employees. Um, we have a company up in Cam Canada. They don't, they don't travel for business at all. And they use it just as an employee perk. Um, so yeah, check out Cloud Perks on the App Exchange. It is the Salesforce store, and you can search for Cloud Perks. You'll find us right there. Uh, 16 five-star reviews and growing. Uh, check it out. Thank you so much. And now back to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Zachary James, and welcome back to Be a Travel Star podcast. I'm your host. And we are speaking with a couple amazing women in tech leaders uh, and really just great friends, people I know in the ecosystem, Jessica Murphy and, and Rachel Watson. And they, they lead a number of different things in the community. They facilitate uh, learning and groups. Uh, but the thing we're talking about today uh, has been WWDUG. And, and the, it's a group of, of women who code together and learn how to code. They're doing 100 days of code. The event where we're all going to see each other at pretty soon here is Trailhead DX. Trail DX is a Salesforce developer conference. It was initiated a few years back. This is its third year. It's held in San Francisco. And we are going to be going to it. Uh, WWDUG is going to be doing some events. Could you tell me a little bit about that, Jessica or Rachel? Just what is the event that you're trying to do? And what was the inception of it? How'd you get it started? And what are you focusing on? Who's sponsoring it? Let's give them some credit. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the first things that we'll be doing is we actually got invited to speak at the Community Cove. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so awesome. We're going to be talking to... Um, the community about uh, WWDUG and what we're doing and, you know, probably getting some, some different feedback from some of the members and stuff like that. So definitely want to check that out. Um, it will be posted in the sessions um, this year. So definitely look for that. Uh, and that's it. That's, that's on it to, uh, on March 28th. Uh, so the first day at 2 p.m. Right. Okay. So first day 2 p.m. And this got it. Exclusive. This is the first time we've announced that. So Are you kidding? Yes. Yeah. We've never. We have not said anything to anyone. You're you're getting the exclusive on this. Oh my goodness. So we're going to be tweeting this out as soon as this podcast goes live, everyone. But of course, everybody knows we'll be tweeting. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then. Um, on day two, so March 29, we are having a live WWDG meeting. As most people know, we are a virtual group, so it's really nice to not see avatar bubbles with people's pictures and everything, and you get to see actual people. So that's going to be great, and that's it at the Salesforce Cafe from 7 a.m. to right around 9.30 Okay, so a morning uh, get-together, kind of a, a breakfast of sorts or something. So yeah. what will the format be at that meeting? Will it just be a mixer? What, will there be speaker? What, what, what's going on? Okay, more exclusive, more scoop. Oh, my goodness. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm just – this is me. I'm curious 
and I just keep like, where's my curiosity taking me? And, and then, yeah. So I, if you don't need to tell, don't tell, but like, I'm just curious. We are super excited about this because we are going to be celebrating our people who've gone through a hundred days of code. There are, you know, there are a, a set of people who all pledged and we will definitely honor them, but there are a set of people who have been so consistent every single week. We're going to honor them. Our special guest is Leah McGowan here. We are so excited. Wow. You got Leah's coming. Yes. That is yes. outstanding. Yes. Yes. We're going to have, of course, have breakfast. And as always, with every one of my events, we're going to have a fun game. And at the end, we will have an auction for cool prizes. Definitely some of the, some of the uh, jewelry that Rachel and I have handmade in the past, and in addition to other awesome prizes. Wait, and time out, time out, time out. <laughs> she just like, everybody, she just like kind of ran over. Wait, I kind of think I knew this, but so... Wait, you you both make jewelry too? Like in addition to having a background in education and sales and coding and teaching, you make jewelry as well. So wait, what kind of jewelry? What is this? Okay, so there it's like nerd and geek themed kind of jewelry that you could wear in the office. So um, some of some of it doesn't have impression stones, but most of it has impression stones like jade and uh, magnesite and different things like the, that. But then you would have like a theme. So you might have like a Maleficent theme or you might have a uh, Wonder Woman theme or you might have, oh geez. A Mockingjay theme. Oh my goodness. So like, yeah, I, I can just see everybody wondering where, where they can go to your Shopify store or something <laughs> like that. Where's your Etsy store? <laughs> I mean, this could be like, I know, I know, you just do it, you know, out of love, but oh my goodness, huge market opportunity there for both of you. Okay, 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 okay. So, like, I diverted, I diverted, that's my bad, but that, I'm glad we did because that is awesome. I love discovering what people are into, like, uh, not just our Salesforce world, but like, you know, our other creative sides. So, okay. I, I interrupted, but there's going to be an auction at the end, and there's going to be some items that people donate, your jewelry, and uh, and then the event will wrap up. Um, who's sponsoring this? Who who gets to be a part of this amazing opportunity? Who's who's getting this chance? Okay, well, there's we've got quite a few sponsors. We've got Map Anything um, is sponsoring the breakfast. We've got Gear CRM. We have Salesforce. Um, sponsoring, of course, the space and, and such. Get, get feedback, IT equality, cloud for good. So we've got a wow. mix of uh, some nonprofit and some enterprise going on because that's really reflective of, of our membership. We're not just enterprise, we're also nonprofit. That is outstanding. That is outstanding. And yeah, there's, I love the people over IT equality, um, good friends. They, you know, they actually won. Um, they won the first travel star I gave out uh, at, where was that? Salesforce World Tour LA. Yeah, they're part of the LA community and they're outstanding. Uh, love them so much. Uh, that is fantastic. And I'm so glad that some larger companies see the value in participating. Love Salesforce leadership around diversity. And, uh, it, you know, it's sort of, you know, the larger companies, I just know how these events get sponsored. You know, they're wondering, oh, what's the ROI? Or, you know, is it okay to get, you know, with the smaller group? And I love how Salesforce's leadership has sort of said, hey, this is a great direction. And they're like, what can we do? How can we participate? Um, 
and, and guess what? That only gives them bigger opportunity to facilitate more of these groups and more of these opportunities. So this is how the, you know, it's pedal to the metal. This is how we go forward. Yes. That's outstanding. So I want to know from both of you, give me two things. Give me two things each, and we can go back and forth, or you can say two. But I want to hear two things that you're interested about going to Trailhead DX from a uh, from an education standpoint or from a networking business development uh, side. What is something from the conference outside of your facilitating of community, your involvement with community? What is something from the that side of it that you're interested in? Jessica, you want to go first? Sure. Um, firstly, I'm interested in everything lightning because of everything that's going on in my life um, and, you know, where I'm attempting to go with my career. Um, and I'm going to pass it over to Rachel. Yeah, I was, I was going to say um, I'm really trying to learn a lot more around lightning components and everything. So my, I'm going to have a hyper focus on that area and, um, you know, figuring out I guess really the second piece of it is figuring out where all the AI ties into that. Is it is it there yet? Really, are you know? Are we still waiting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a JavaScript because you know Lightning Lightning components are are primarily JavaScript. I mean, there's some hooks with other stuff, right? Um, when it comes in for Apex, then you got to kind of hook the back in there. Uh, and of course there's some declarative stuff with lightning components, but at the heart of it, there's a lot of tooling with JavaScript. So that hasn't been a primary language in the Salesforce ecosystem. And for those of you that are listening that don't, I understand there's probably folks that, um, aren't developers and maybe you don't know, but there are a number of different programmatic languages, right? And, uh, JavaScript is a specific kind and it's different. It's different than Apex. And Apex is a, a language that is primarily Salesforce, a developer language. And the, the two are two different deals. So it's almost like, uh, it's almost like, yeah, I, you know, I speak French, but I don't know Spanish, you know, and they're both languages and yeah, you can learn them, but it takes some effort. So, um, do you find, uh, with lightning, has it been a, what's the learning curve been like there for you? And, and what kind of, maybe, is there a question or two that you're hoping to get answered at the conference that? You're going to be talking with program product managers and stuff. Is there something that you're trying to figure out with JavaScript or, or with Lightning components? Well, um, I do come from a partially JavaScript background. Oh, um, that helps. Right, exactly. Because, you know, back when I went to boot camp, I did four weeks of JavaScript. And so I come from a JavaScript background. Um, and I just want to learn really, you know, how I can apply what I already know about JavaScript because I'm in the process of refamiliarizing myself with mm. JavaScript for the for the very purpose of being able to program and use Lightning and, and, and work with Lightning components. So, you know, I want to know how I can apply what I already know and bring it into the Salesforce world. Uh, because, you know, according to uh, one of the one of the instructors from Rad Women, she said, you know, you still have to know some some facets of Apex, you know, in order to make sure that things, you know, happen in the back end. So I want to know how to connect everything. That was my second one. How okay. Make sure I can connect everything that I've learned and that I can actually be effective for a business, effective in my, uh, my uh, desire to 
develop lightning components. So yeah, I, I'm specifically curious about that and more so, you know, how to connect everything that I already know with what I'm learning. And I think we both, you know, really want a deeper understanding of the lightning design system, LDS, yeah. and how that plays into the components because, you know, we haven't been on the path of learning lightning components for very long at all. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot more to explore. And I think that, you know, between the lightning components, the design system, you know, traditional uh, JavaScript and where does that apply to lightning and where does it deviate? Because it's still Salesforce. And so it, it still deviates. It's not your traditional, traditional JavaScript. So, right. So how, how what, what does apply? What doesn't? That's great. That's great. Okay. So I have a question. I ask this of all my guests and I'll give each of you a chance to answer. Uh, when you do do a bit of traveling, um, what's a travel tip that you have or what is something that you always do to make sure that you're having a good time on a trip? This can be for personal or for business. Uh, is that a habit? What do you do at a hotel? Do you you always uh, book a lift or something or what, what's something you love to do when you travel, whether it's for business or personal to make your, your travel experience good. I am a list person. I have lists for list for list for my travel for sure. And I check it off. That is absolutely one of the things. And I, uh, you know, when I'm doing, when I'm going somewhere new, I like to come up with a general list of all the things that I think would be cool about that place. Um, I, you know, if I have to book something, I totally do ahead of time, but I try not to, I try to have okay. and have all the things like at the ready of things that might interest me. And then I go, okay, we have some time. What on my list could I do? <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, that's awesome. So what is your list? What's on your list for San Francisco? I mean, you've been there more than once. Is there anything left on the list? Um, I love really, really good food. So there, that's an extensive list. Um, I don't know how long that would legitimately be, um, but I'm willing to give it my best effort. Um, secondarily, I still haven't made it to the hate. That is something that is on my list. Oh. And I want to go in, I want to go when they're open, the shops, because I want to dip in and out of the shops. That is something that is absolutely on my list um, for a San Francisco have to do. That's great. What about you, Jessica? Okay, so, all right. So I like to do things that make me feel as cozy and comfy and close to home as possible. So when I'm in a hotel, and especially in San Francisco, being a girl that was originally from the country, you know, and, you, you know, when I was growing up, it was just crickets outside. You didn't hear anything. Mm. Um, you know, San Francisco can be kind of loud, right? And, you know, you hear things that you're just not used to. So I do two things, music and lavender. So um, I always bring, uh, a, a, last year's Trailhead DX, Salesforce gave us these little acorn speakers. So I, turn, I plug in my cell phone, I turn on some, some beautiful sleeping music, so no matter what's happening outside, what I'm listening to on the inside while I'm sleeping and getting ready for all these things I need to do the next day, you know, I'm listening to this beautiful music and I actually sleep. 
The other thing is I always bring lavender and I take the lavender and I put some on my pillow. So no matter what's going on, I have that smell of lavender and it just, you know, makes me rest better so that I can just be, when I wake up, I'm up and ready and refreshed. So, so like an essential oil lavender, like a, yeah. a couple little, okay. So that's, wow. That is awesome. That those are great tips. Um, I love the hate. I love walking up that way and then down into Golden Gate Park. It's just beautiful up there. Awesome part of San Francisco. Uh, that is one of my travel tips to uh, San Francisco is uh, get outside of the Moscone Financial District area. Uh, did you know there's a beach like literally like four miles away from Moscone? I mean, people surf over there. Uh, it's like there's so many parts of San Francisco that we just don't see when we all like kind of coagulate down there. And you know, that's great. You go to Mel's, you do some fun, get some sushi, but go to Japantown, uh, go over to the beach side, go up to the hate. Uh, it's so worth it. Right. Um, I just want to say thank you so much, Jessica, Rachel, you're wonderful. Uh, I appreciate everything you're doing to facilitate community and, and do you have any final thoughts, any things you want to say about Trailhead DX that are coming up, how we can uh, connect with you on, on social, uh, anything like that? So um, if you want to connect with me, probably the best way to do that would be on the Twitter sphere. I'm at the Rachel Watson. Um, of course, you know, I'm on LinkedIn as well. And um, as far as Trailhead DX, come. This is, this is a developer conference. If you're a developer architect, or if you're somebody that is just interested in development, this conference is for you. You know, come and be a part of it and soak in what you can. Um, I believe in, in the fact, I, I truly live by this rule. If I am way too comfortable, then um, I need to push myself outside of my comfort zone. So if you are uncomfortable and things are going over your head, you're in the perfect spot. It's okay. I love that. I absolutely love that. What about you, Jessica? Okay, so um, just like Rachel, you can find me on the Twitter sphere. I am at, um, at Jessica R. Murphy, and I'm also on LinkedIn. I believe it's Jessica R. Murphy as well. Um, and um, I would say my, my closing thought is, again, come to Trailhead DX. And we're so excited. We want to hang with you. We yes. want to meet you. Like, we love this community so much. It is the best community in the world. So come to Trailhead DX. Find us. You know, say hi, because we want to say hi to you. Come to our session. There are going to be some really cool people, people there. And for the WWDUG breakfast, everyone is invited. You're invited, Zachy. Everyone oh, come like yeah. today we have we have an RSVP event right for our allies and just wit and we have one just for WWDUG members. RSVP and come and hang with us. We want to meet you. We're excited. Yes. Great. And so hey everyone we'll leave that in the link and we'll definitely tweet out that uh uh the the podcast when when it's live obviously you're listening look in the notes You'll see a link for the appropriate RSVP to that WWDUG uh, uh, breakfast where uh, it sounds like we'll see some amazing things, including getting a chance to catch up with Liam McGowan O'Hare, uh, just a wonderful human being, uh, total encouragement, how exciting she's going to be there. Uh, can't wait to see both of you wonderful ladies. And uh, here we go, Trailhead DX, year three. Yes. Yes. yes.
All right. Thank you so much. Hey, this has been uh, Be a Travel Star podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Jeans, and we explore so many wonderful things in the Salesforce ecosystem. All the events, the people, coordinators, groups. Uh, yeah. So uh, look for it. Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a comment. Rate us. We'd love that. That, that gets the podcast out to more folks. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>